the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the show, and because it's Thursday, you know this is the special date day edition of the program, and that means beautiful Paula is live in the studio with us. Uh, this is a program, as you know, dedicated to taking your phone calls and answering your Bible questions, life questions, and relationship questions, especially on this day. All you need to do is to provide the phone call, 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR, numerically at 630-5757. You can email questions by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. If you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the Call Now banner at the top of the screen. Everything else is hands-free. You'll be connected directly to our studio producer. Paula, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's Thursday again. It is. And you know what? This has been one of those really sweet mornings and afternoons with you. Oh, cool. And one of those especially good ones. It just Maybe it's because the sun is out or something. I don't know. We weren't in a hurry. I got out of the car today, and I told you, I said, Paula, it feels like June now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so nice. Just I threw my purse down, not threw it down, just set it down as we came out of the restaurant and just wanted to stand there in the sun. It was so nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so thank you. So what's up? Well, you know, we've been uh, having the Sweet Summer Devotions, and, and then I started and uh, just to renew your mind. You know, we've been so out there and off focus for quite a little while that it's time to get back and uh, Romans twelve two, where it says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and um, you know uh, just you know I kind of threw you under the bus is that okay if I say this kind of threw him under the bus saying he comes home he's listening to all the news again he he really isn't listening to all the news it's just that as he's turning the stations sometimes we stop and I saw that lady and I, I pointed at that out in my in my speaking about, um, she's, uh, you know. Yeah, our, our new TV system at home. Yeah, it's they, slow. They re- but it is, but it's supposed to be an improvement. But, but when you turn the TV off, it always goes to their news station when you turn it back on. Mm. That's the only reason news is on. Okay. So it just goes there, and then you got to turn the channel to something else. Uh-huh. Our other one used to just whatever channel you had it on, it comes back on. Yeah. And so now it doesn't do that. Okay. But that's the only reason you would ever hear any news. Okay. And that's just me trying to figure out how to work the new remote control. <laughs> that's why it takes so long. Okay. Well, I have to kind of three under the bus and just not, not really all that clear on news because I don't know how to work the TV. If you're not home, it's not on. I don't know how to turn it on. I know how to do my, my one exercise routine. And that's it, because in my, in my office room, that's the only thing that comes up. I don't know how to work. I got Apple TV. I got all that stuff, and I don't know how to work it. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, sorry for throwing you on the bus, Pastor <laughs> Ron. You know, we I think just, I'm getting billed a month, every month. You I'm going to ask yeah, Annette. Here, here's, here's what 
you just told however many people are listening. What? We're pitiful. Well, you know. Because we don't know how stuff works. Yeah, and you know, it's so funny because you're like, why did it turn there? Why did it, why did it do that? And you're talking to just, it's just me and you. I'm like, I can't I see. Know. I can't see the remote control thing. Yeah. So I've got like memorization for where my thumb goes to go. But if I hit the wrong button, it's staying there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fix and, it. And then when it comes on, it says, do this, do this, do this. It gives you three options. <laughs> and you just keep pushing buttons. But that's because if you're not there, I say, Paula, come read this. What does it say? I can't. I can't read. So it's oh, just. Oh. oh well, we need somebody. You know, we need a. That, that's what, what I said last night in the Bible study. I'm, I'm going to be like Jacob. Yeah. You know, my eyesight is gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely of no value in the world anymore. Uh -huh. So take me home. I'm yeah. ready to go be with you, Jesus. Yeah. And then me today. I've been saying all day. That staff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's real staff. I need a staff today. You know, I'm going to just lean on. I'm not complaining about all my issues, but I could use that staff today. <laughs> Maybe we could start like an Indiana Jones-type expedition and try to find Jacob's staff. Oh, yeah. And I loved how you said, if that staff could talk. Oh, boy. Man, he's been been through a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so Sweet Summer Devotions, it has started, and, and there were a lot of ladies here, and I was just very well pleased and and they all can go online and see my testimony so i didn't really do my testimony i just wanted to teach the passage and what the lord had put on my heart as far as this is where we've been for the last year and a half or more but it's time to kind of walk away from that and remember who god is to us why we have been left here and to um bring as many people to Jesus as we possibly can. Yeah, you know, th th there's, there's in some instances, there's a sense of renewing that's going on. Today at the restaurant that we go to, um, you know, it, it be because they no longer require masks for their employees, mm -hmm. we were able to actually see some faces. Yeah. And, and one of the guys came up, he said, oh, how are you guys doing? I said, good. I said, his name was Spencer. I said, Spencer, it's so good to see your face. He yeah. said, oh, yes, it's good. <laughs> I love it. He but patted his face, actually. He said, it's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I let that go because yeah. I was like, if you do say so yourself kind of thing. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm free. But see, and in, in not being silly here, but, but that's the way we need to view our Christianity. Yeah. Uh, I just got word, Paula, that uh, Calvary Chapel uh, in, in Dayton Valley in, in the Las Vegas area, a friend of mine, Jimmy Morales, is the pastor there. Hmm. Uh, court just awarded them $175,000 from the state. The state has to pay for their legal fees. Yes. And you think, and you think, you know, we all need to take a breath and say, thank you, God. You mm -hmm. know, it, it, the world tries to steal from us, mm -hmm. and and we're able, renewing our minds at this point in time is one of the most effective and important things that we can do, because instead of being focused on all the things going on around us. Um, uh, we can renew our minds and refocus just on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to worry about all of those other things that are going on anymore. You know, there's still some people, I said renewing for some people, uh, but, but as believers, we've got the responsibility to be um, good and faithful witnesses. Mm -hmm. We have the responsibility to have joy. Mm -hmm. We have the responsibility to share our faith with people. Mm -hmm. And in, in the way of the world, people think, well, no, that's that's too personal. And I don't want to cram it down anybody's throat. I had a question this week on the show, Lord Paula, about uh, why do Christians, if we have free will, God gave us free will, why do Christians shove it down everybody's oh, yeah, throat? Yeah, and, and we don't shove it down, but uh, we want people to go to heaven. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the old way of thinking is, well, you know, we don't want to offend people and and um, if Religion we or is pride, it, you know. if we renew our minds and we think, <laughs> well, wait a minute, it's unloving not to share with people. Yeah. And and if our witness is compromised with a lack of joy, or if we're critical or or cynical, um, you know, we we really don't have the platform from which to share. So we need to renew our mind. Mm -hmm. Just in all, every day is a great day to get up. Yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. In fact, it was really kind of sweet. I, I said, it was a, it's a sweet day today. You know, we just, we didn't rush up. And so we were just talking and, you know, appreciating 
who God is and what he's done in our lives, you know, and just thinking about how many people's lives <laughs> we have been able to affect, um, not infect, but affect, better, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so it's just been, it's a good life. It's a good life. Um, just thinking about, you know, I was thinking this week and I was kind of embarrassed with some of the things of, of, you know, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord and some of those things that I've learned over the years, you know. Um, and I was thanking you. I'm glad you're a, a strong leader in our home. You know, I'm glad that um, I have the same guy at home that I have here at church. Um, if, there, if you were two people, that would really kind of bug me. You know, <laughs> it really would, because I'd be questioning everything. It's like, what? So there's two sets of rules, you know? Everybody else has to kind of obey God's commands, and, and then me, just because I'm your wife, and I, you know, I can kind of whine and, and moan, and you're going to give in to, to my whims or something? I would hate that. <laughs> I really would. I like the fact that I mean, one time I was just whining and I came home because you know one of the one of the guys who long time ago he's not here hasn't been here for years now. He was doing stuff the way I wouldn't have him do it, you know. And I'm pastor's wife, and so you know I'm thinking I got some authority here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him you know kind of. And I didn't say anything, but I ran home to you to tell you what he was doing, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be a servant, the servant first. And I'm telling you this whole thing, and you just listening to me going and on and on and on. And, and then then you saw me, you gave me that look. And so I, I stopped talking, and you said, Paula, why can't you just submit to the authority over you? He's nobody's authority over I mean, you know my attitude, but I knew what you were saying. And can't you just serve? Can't yeah. you just? I, I think that's what I said. Why can't you just do what he asks you to do? Yeah. And, and you know, because we don't want to, it's an acceptable mm -hmm. answer <laughs> yeah. for a Christian. There's one of the areas we need to renew our mind. Yeah. We need to remember who we are mm -hmm. at all times, regardless of, of how we feel. Yeah, who we think we might be. <laughs> yeah. So I just got myself, my little old self, back in the car because I hadn't said anything to him. But um, he probably could feel my attitude. Um, but I just got my little old self back in the car, came up here and just did what I needed to do. And that was one of those, when you obey and do the hard thing, you can feel the smile and the sweetness of the Lord. And it was like the Lord said, you know your husband is right. <laughs> I'm telling you this, right? He would have said the same thing to anybody else. That's just one of the many things that I was thanking the Lord for. I got a, a strong leader in my home, and I'm the better for it. Um, at this new house, just I don't know if you even noticed, <laughs> but um, I was putting some stuff away, and I already told myself which drawer was going to be the junk drawer. The junk drawer. Remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we had some friends over. I was like, I don't want that to be the That's a big drawer for junk. I don't want all this. Junk. And, and you're like, well, I think that should be the, the junk drawer. And I was like, okay. Just, just like a catch-all drawer. Just a catch-all drawer. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I just said, okay. We got plenty of drawers. But I had that one in mind. I had a plan. <laughs> but you said, let's just, this is just something real simple. And you just said, oh, well, I kind of think this would be the one. And I was like, okay, let me just put this stuff in there. Well, our company made a comment. That's a great way to submit, Mama Paula. <laughs> you just never know who's watching and who's listening. And, and, and our lives are to be examples for others to emulate and so I was really thrilled that you know that's right I I, I, I didn't really want to submit I mean who really does <laughs> but it's such a joy and but um, you're such a wallflower submitting's easy for you well yes mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> while I, I'm asleep yeah I said I said with tongue firmly planted <laughs> yeah, in cheek yeah but even in that it's setting a good example of I know what the right thing to do is you know, I mean, if you're asking me to do something that was ungodly, that'd be a totally different thing. But a junk drawer or go and submit to 
the one who was chosen to be the leader at that particular instance, where I can set the example, um, I'm good. So thank you for being a, a strong leader. <laughs> Three four zero ninety five eighty five, ladies especially, but anybody, if you have any questions for Paula, uh, we'd appreciate your calls. Three four zero ninety five eighty five. So sweet number devotions. You know, I was thinking, um, just be with Jesus. You know, if we can just be with Jesus, he's going to renew our minds. To see the many people, and I noticed today when I walked into the restaurant, uh, you know, just the last week we were there, it's like every other table people could sit at. But now it's full capacity. The servers can wear masks, and, and people can come in and, and wear masks or not. But just being with Jesus and seeing people's faces again, everybody is happier. We get to hug and kiss our Jackie. And and uh, just uh, look at said, oh, you're more beautiful than I remember. I haven't seen her face in a long time. Yeah. In fact, last week when we were there, some people still had their mask on, and you said, you said hi to one of the ladies, and I was like, I'm not even sure that's her. <laughs> you know, because I hadn't seen her face in so long. Um, and but sure enough, it was her. And then today, one of the guys had his mask off. And you asked me what his name, and I was like, I think that's him, but I haven't seen him in so long. I don't. But everybody seems happier, joyful. The, it wasn't just kind of quiet in there. It, people were smiling. And so the renewing of our mind, not that everything's back to super normal. We still need to be a little bit on the uh, careful and not to be all in people's face like Jackie said. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, I got my mask off, and some people are like, oh, backing up. And she says, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, like, like she and her mom, me and her mom would do all in their faces, but to be careful. But yet we're free, like Spencer said, I'm free. I can breathe. I can, you know, it's, it's just better. And see, every day is a free day, a breathe day a breathe for, for day. a Christian. Just the release. Paula, let's take a phone call. I don't want to keep them on the line too long. Jeff from San Antonio on line one. Jeff, thanks for calling. You're on the air. It's the most wonderful day of the week, Thursday. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jeff. Mama's mad summertime devotional. Well, maybe not mad. Maybe you could say Mama's sweet and sour summertime devotional. No, I was mad. You were mad. Part 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 of it, I was mad. And no sense of me lying. Yeah, just just yeah, mad it was, because it was good. It was good mad because like you know, Pastor coming off of that the communion. Uh, teaching on Sunday, like you said, I mean, really made you kind of stand up and not, I was like, I mean, they're probably going to have like three quarters of the communion left over by the end of the service. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to want to take it. I know. You, you know, Jeff, the, the best thing about walking with Jesus is that when you realize that you're convicted, all you have to do is say, God, I, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Amen. Please forgive me. And instantly our righteousness is restored. Then uh, I wondered, Mama, if you would talk a little bit. Like I, I got to listen to you this morning, and why don't you? Well, if you'd retell that story when someone at, at Pastor Ron's work said that he was prejudiced. Oh yeah. But also, you were talking about being brave, and you know, like I, I appreciate when you said when when someone says to you that you're judging them, you say, No, 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 I'm not. I'm not judging you, but but there's one who will, and mm -hmm. and and I, I just need to share this with you because you know it's not me, it's it's out there, and you, you really want you to know that. And mm -hmm. uh, just one other detail I heard too: there are only two kinds of people in the world: people that love Neil Diamond or have a contrary <laughs> feeling about Neil Diamond. So, yeah. you, Jeff, you, Franklin you, Rosie, get on, yeah, yeah, Jeff. You put you put your <laughs> finger on that. We're uh, we're unequally yoked. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, thank you, Jeff. I listen up. Love you guys. See you later. Bye. Okay, thank, thank you. you. You know, Paula. Very quickly, uh, the, the, the comment you made about about somebody wanting to sue me. Mm -hmm. Things were really different. We're talking now back in the in the mid eighties. Mid eighties was um, the mid eighties. Um, early eighties to mid eighties, and um, I, we had a black employee who was worthless. I mean, he just didn't do what he was supposed to do, and he wasn't producing. And um, uh, we warned him and talked to him. I was the boss, of course, and 
And, um, and I finally said, look, we've given you a bunch of warnings. Nothing has changed. Uh, I'm going to have to terminate your employment. And the next thing I know, I'm being served with papers from the EEOC mm -hmm. um, uh, for, for Im improper termination based on race discrimination. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought, well, I, I don't, I don't think I'm, <laughs> I'm prejudiced. <laughs> but, but and you, you never know. Huh? Yeah, you can pick up the story. Maybe you didn't notice I was black. Yeah. Maybe you just didn't see that, right? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So. I walk into the office, that little trailer that you had out there, and, and I, I walked into the office, and you were so sweet. You're like, uh, I'd like to introduce you to my wife. <laughs> I remember that guy's face like, uh, this, this lawsuit's going to be over in a minute, right? And so, yeah, just, but you know, you kind of take those things in stride. You know, I'm glad it was you who he was suing. And not me for some other reason, because you were a lot cooler and calmer even then. You weren't even saved then, and um, I just remember him looking at at you and looking at me, and you could just see the look on his face was like, "Well, that's yeah. over." He might bring his wife to the hearing, and then I lose. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just one of those things. Yeah, and maybe maybe he'll bring his poor innocent kids, you know. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. We got uh, Dustin on line one. Dustin, thank you for holding. You're on the air. Hey, Pastor Ron. Uh, I guess I have more of a comment than a question. But my comment is people usually tend to tell you that you are judging them when they are having a crisis of self-conviction through the Lord and through the Holy Spirit. And I think that's them fighting that because they don't want to give in to the Lord being in control of their lives. Yeah, I agree with you, Dustin. Uh, you know, one of the things that people will say, and, 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 and this is almost universally uh, spoken by unbelievers, um, they, they know the verse in the Bible says, judge not lest you be judged by God. And, um, you know, when, when we're simply declaring, this is what God's word says. Um, they immediately accept that as judgment, but that's the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is sent to convict the world of sin, of righteousness and judgment, and that's the first interaction the Holy Spirit has with an unbeliever. Uh, an unbeliever becomes aware of his or her sin, and um, that's when you get uncomfortable. I, I, I know for many years resisting the work God was trying to do in my life, uh, I was uncomfortable, and I wanted to be sure that that I wasn't uncomfortable, so it was easy for me to, to put my feelings on other people and accuse them unfairly of judging. But one of the things that you said in your, in your uh, study the other night, Paula, is that um, is we've got to make people aware that there is a judge. Mm -hmm. I'm not him, mm -hmm. but there is a judge, yeah. and he loves you, and he told me to tell you that he loves you. Yeah. And in order for you to enjoy that love, then you've got to come to him on his terms. Yeah, yeah. And it's easy for, for pretty much every Christian, we have a testimony, and you keep telling us how important our testimonies are. And so, um, for instance, drinking. I started drinking. Um, I, I used foul language. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't, wasn't a big thief, but it doesn't, sin to God doesn't have to be big. You know, I remember after I got saved and the conviction that would come on me when I would go home and I'd have two of the Bank of America pins in my purse that I was supposed to use at work, not just help myself too. And so, um, yeah, if somebody were to come to my house and before I was saved and say, you stole those pins? No, they got plenty of pins. It's a big corporation. It's a big company. They don't need it. You know, stop judging me. But as a Christian, it's like, oh, man, yeah, I didn't pay for that. Um, but yeah, so we you def you just go on the defensive. Yeah, it, it's truly better to look at somebody and say, you know, it's better that you think I'm judging you, mm -hmm. than actually standing before the real judge. Yeah. When you won't be able to answer. Yeah. That's like our Ronnie, our own son. You know, he was saying he was a Christian, and I was like, what makes you think you're a Christian? You know, mom, you know, remember that time I went to, you know, went to church with you that one time? I said, and you went for it at like nine years old. 
and, and you have not lived a day for Jesus, and yet you think you're going to go to heaven? Oh, Mom, why are you busting my bubble? <laughs> I said, better me, little old me, your mom, bust your bubble than you get to heaven for that minute. And he says to you, depart from me, you do of iniquity. Mm -hmm. I never knew you. Every knee means every yeah. knee. Every yeah. tongue means every tongue. Yeah. I'm not judging you, baby. I'm trying to help you that you won't be judged for eternity. Yeah. yeah there was a time when our son Ronnie, our oldest, oldest son, um, was was reading about the rapture and Jesus coming soon. And, and somehow he was convinced, not a believer, mm -hmm. but um, he was going to go get a haircut and going to mm -hmm. shower and do mm -hmm. all this. And, and you said, well, why are you doing that? Do that? Well, because I want to look good when Jesus comes. Yeah. And you said, you're not going. <laughs> yeah, he's not going. He wasn't going then. But see, that's how straightforward we need to be. And, you know, if people don't know we love them, um, that's their problem. It's yeah. not, not my problem any longer. And we live in a world where just wholesale sin is rampant. Yeah. Hey, we've got 30 minutes left in the day show. We'd love your live calls and questions. 340-9585. This is the word to stand on for life. We'll be back in two minutes. Welcome back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the Paula Show, 340-9585. It's your day, so it's your show. What's next? I can't get over that comment of Jeff with Neil Diamond. See, that's what I'm talking about. I was submitting to you, Pastor Ron, when you were not Pastor Ron, I don't think I was even saved. Was I saved then? Paula, see, you have a skewed view of history. Okay. You wanted to go no! to, to the concert. No. No. <laughs> you lie. The truth is not in but you. It was a Neil Diamond concert. It was a date. I thought I thought she just she loves music. It'd be a great time. We'd been to one concert, the the uh, Diane Ross concert when Michael Jackson and the Jackson way Five entries way before. Different. Yep, but but <laughs> we went to Neil Diamond, and um, except it was in Inglewood, California, which is is like ninety five percent black at the time. At, at, sure at the time it was, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think you were the only black person there, except for the people that worked there. Yeah. Yeah, and I really tried hard for you to get your mom to go, right? <laughs> Don't dismiss this story because I was like, she would love to go. You know, that's your people. <laughs> your mom would love Neil Diamond. He, he, she's more his age and everything. But no, you wanted me to go. And oh, my goodness. But you got into it when Cracklin Rose came on. <laughs> you were dancing, you were into it, and you were moving. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is. The Lord put something in me one like of those, that. One of those black ushers yeah. looked at you dancing to Cracklin Rosie and, and kicked you out of the race. He just looked at me like, <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Why are you here? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'll go see my picture on some poster somewhere. Say, you see this lady? Put her out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come on, Jeff. Leave Neil Diamond. You know, Paul said, forgetting what is behind and <laughs> pressing on. Let's move on. <laughs> those are one of those memories you just, please, Lord, take it from my mind, you know. <laughs> I don't want that to be the one I keep remembering when I'm in the home. I went to a Neil Diamond concert. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, at, the, at the home, now, we, we've done ministry in nursing home. Oh, yeah rewarding, wonderful, wonderful ministry. Mm -hmm. But there are people stuck in ruts. Yeah. I mean, that's, they remember things. They can't remember five minutes ago, yeah. but they remember 40 years ago. That's right. And I can see you now. No. I'm, I'm pushing you around in your wheelchair mm -hmm. at the nursing home, and you're singing Cracklin' Rosie. Yeah, it's going to be Cracklin' Rosie, <laughs> and it's a small world after all. That's, that'll be, that's hell right yeah. there. Just, <laughs> no, the Lord would not do that to me. Okay, what's next? Okay. We're talking about something important. I know. You know, I was thinking of, well, our, our pastor's wives, you know, I uh, I had to succumb just yesterday, Pastor Ron. I was, one of the girls said, okay, Mama Paula, what's our theme going to be for our pastor's <laughs> wives retreat? And I was like, oh, man, I've been kind of thinking about it, but I don't know for sure. Well, in the night last night, the Lord said, 
you know, go ahead. He's he's kind of been smart all these years. So, from now on, and I know some of the pastors who are listening, so I don't have to think about it. The Lord freed me. Freedom! It's just be with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. You know, I, people say, why do you keep saying that? We make our walk with the Lord so difficult uh -huh. and so complicated. Yeah, I know. And Jesus just says, baby, come to me. <laughs> and so just, just, just walk with me and everything is going to be fine. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And so uh, we're doing here at Calvary Chapel our part to make things as basic and yeah. elementary as mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the way your mind gets renewed is by just being with Jesus every day, right? So He does it. He does it. So our pastor's wife's retreats, well, as long as I'm the pastor's wife, I guess, because they might say, Jesus told me something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for now, it's going to be just be with Jesus. And, and then, you know, all of us, we take turns sharing a devotion, and they're just being with Jesus. Like, I've just been being with Jesus, especially in this last year and a half or so. A lot of us have just been kind of more isolated than normal. Um, and so we've been able to have more time with Jesus, and we're going to be able to share what just being with Jesus has been for us during this time and now. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to all that the Lord is doing and has done. One of the things I'm hoping to accomplish with this, what? and maybe when I say it like a billion times, It'll register. Okay. But I'm trying to snap Christians out of the Christianese, praise the Lord, mm -hmm. hallelujah mm -hmm. type mindset that isn't real. Yeah. It isn't real. Sometimes when you're with Jesus, you're weeping, and he's weeping with you. Yeah. Sometimes when you're with Jesus, he's got a big smile on, your fa on, on his face, and he's saying, come on, mm -hmm. look up, mm -hmm. look a little bit higher. Yeah. And um, I, I want... Our Christian Walk to be so authentic. Um, it's a great book by Arthur Murray or Arthur Murray, Arnold Murray, uh, who who uh, wrote the the, the uh, authentic Christianity. Uh, no, that's not Murray. That's Ray Stedman. Authentic Christianity. It's a commentary in Hebrews. And um, uh, authentic. The only way to be authentic is to be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, when the disciples were with Jesus, they did well. When Jesus was walking ahead of them and when Jesus left them alone for a little bit, don't you care that we're going to die out on this storm? And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, as modern Christians, with the ability to look back and see um, what Jesus did and, and, and who he was and, and to look back on our own lives, um, the only way to be authentic is, is simply hang out with him. Yeah. It's sort of a, a, a contact goodness, you know, when... When Peter says that we're to add goodness to our faith, mm -hmm. that's that's really a contact goodness. Mm -hmm. um, that's Second Peter chapter one. It's a contact goodness, and it just it literally means if you spend time with Jesus, you're going to be better in all ways. You're going to be gooder yeah. in, in yeah. all ways. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just because He rubs off on you, and that's so elementary. And people think, well, it's not that simple, but it really and truly mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And I want people to embrace that. So I'm not going to stop saying it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of you for that too, Pastor Ron. <clears throat> you know, talking about uh, just being with Jesus. I was thinking about Jesus when he was a, a young boy and his mom and dad, you know, had gone on ahead of him and the family's all up there and, and the people are going and then they look around and they don't see Jesus. And then they, they find him and they're like, why did you do such a thing to us? And he says, didn't you know that it had to be about my father's business? Didn't you know? Why didn't you know? And as I've been in that process of renewing my mind, um, again, you know, had some, some people say, well, you know you got sick because you were around all those people. If you just close your church down and stuff. And I remember saying to a young man, basically, but didn't you know it had to be about my father's business? And so I'm thinking of Jesus, who was, you know, always with himself, but he only did what he saw his father do, and he only said what he heard his father say. And so in this just be with Jesus, 
you know, I, I see you every day. Take your hand, and you hold Jesus' hand. And then you put the other hand out, and, and you're holding mine, even though I see you at the window while you're exercising and I'm exercising in the house. I'm thinking, yeah, we, we, we've been about Jesus' business. And I am so thankful that I get to be on the worship team. And I'm going to make this story make sense here in a second. <laughs> <clears throat> but as I'm on the worship team, I'm watching all these people that I've never seen before. Not just husband and wife, even though that's awesome, but husband and wife and kids who, you know, they're coming for the first time and maybe just the second time. And they're saying things like, we've been listening to Pastor Ron on the radio for a long time, but now we're coming to this church and we're getting fed. And I'm thinking how glad I am that we've been about our father's business. And those people who are coming, there's a whole row of them that have come out of a cult and they're now inviting other people. They didn't, I don't even know if they realized they were in a cult, but because that closed down for a time, they got to come and hear God's word. And now they, their eyes have been opened and their hearts are ready. It's like, oh wow, we've been deceived for a long time. So anyway, I'm on the worship team and I'm getting to see this very thing. And people are like for the communion message, people are weeping um, because they've kind of ignored being with Jesus and or they didn't know really who Jesus was and they've wasted a lot of time in their life. Um, and now they're having really great questions and you can see some that have come in kind of downcast and now they're lifting their heads up and you can see their countenance has changed. And I'm thinking, thank you, Jesus, for not letting go of our hands and we not letting go of yours because we've been about our father's business and his business is that none would perish but all would have eternal life. Yeah, you know, uh, Paul, we had a... Um, um, not this Sunday night, but a week ago, um, we were invited to um, to speak to the foundations class. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been studying the rapture of the church. Um, they had a couple of weeks of questions and answers. Um, but uh, Louis, who runs it for us, uh, invited me to come and, and take questions. Mm -hmm. And and you know, foundations class is a small class. Well, there was a lot of people it there. Wasn't a small class that you day. Know, <clears throat> but what the, the really neat thing is how excited they were. Not just to get questions answered, mm -hmm. but excited with the answers, mm -hmm. and it, it it was it was really a renewal. Um, we're just watching people who who are asking basic questions and being given answers, and it just registers, and and we can really sense a move of the spirit here at Calvary Chapel, and uh, I'm thrilled with that. I I just can't wait to see what God is going to do. Yeah. In fact, in our our discussions this morning, you were saying, excuse me, how you are so excited to teach this First Corinthians sections of 12, 13, 14, the, the gifts of the Spirit and then how they operate in love and the excitement that it's generating in you, which always makes it great for, for us listeners, because if you enjoy it, we know you really believe it and, and we're going to benefit from it. And so, you know, I know I have a couple of gifts, um, but man, okay, Lord, how else do you want to use me? How else? And I love the fact that um, you always encourage the elders of us, in the, the elderly of us in the congregation. Don't let go of Jesus. He's not done with you. You got to serve up till your last minute. And so um, even 65 and plus, ask for gifts. God's not done with you, you know? Yeah, one of the things I think, and, and we, we start uh, here at church on Sunday in 1 Corinthians 12. And uh, obviously the Corinthians were a carnal church and they were exercising gifts of the Spirit uh, carnally. And um, because that's exactly what churches do now. It's like everybody speaks in tongues, everybody flops around on the floor. I mean, the abuses of the gifts of the Spirit are... are um, I mean, you really should be embarrassed, it's embarrassing. To, 
to talk about them. And yet what the Lord has been speaking in my heart, he said, just slowly teach it. I'm going to only do three verses on Sunday. I love that. And um, and then we're going to talk about the need for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about asking God for gifts and, and using those gifts for his glory mm-hmm. and expecting by faith that God has new gifts for you mm-hmm. as you're faithful in the gifts that you know that he's given you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about all those things on Sunday. And the Lord has been sharing with me that... that um, He's going to give a lot of people new gifts um, during this series. Yeah. As they as their understanding grows, he's going to be giving people new gifts. And I think this Sunday, uh, the focus is going to be on, on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, that's how we're going to end the message before mm-hmm. we get into the, the nuts and bolts of how to use the gifts of the Spirit and mm-hmm. what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, being baptized in the Spirit... <coughs> enables us to do whatever he asks and but without know. that experience we can't do anything mm-hmm. that's right you know in fact you think i can't do this i've never done that before what i no way no way no way and yet god is faithful even when we're not god is like even me on this radio program you know before i used to be like so afraid getting up to teach in front of people just so afraid, so afraid that I'd be angry. And now it's like, okay, Lord, when I get up there, they're counting on you to say something through me. You know, I'm, I might like to, like I made my mistake Monday, um, but Lord, by and large, you're going to weed that stuff out and you're faithful, Lord. And what they need to hear, they'll hear and, and be able to apply, I pray. But yeah, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit says, um, if the Lord asks you to do something that you're not used to doing, guess what? Then you have to really rely on him. Yeah, and, and see, I think we, what we need to do is, uh, here's again, renewal, renewal of our mind. we got to think of it less as a difficult, I can't do this kind of task, and more of an adventure. Of an adventure. This is an adventure. Okay, Jesus, yeah. I don't know what you want me to do, mm-hmm. but you said to do it, so I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. And when you take that step of obedience, this big tidal wave of power and love hits you from the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and you find yourself doing things that you didn't know you could do Mm -hmm. and saying things that you didn't know you even knew. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I, I have this picture in my mind that I keep all the time, Paula, of Jesus post-resurrection with his disciples and um, just wonderful King James English. uh, And he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. And that breath of life, new life, they were already alive, mm-hmm. but that breath of new life mm-hmm. changed the history of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter, who um, days before was denying Jesus, suddenly was preaching the most effective two messages mm-hmm. in the early church mm-hmm. that have ever been preached. Mm-hmm. And, and and people's lives would change. What and, shall we do? Yeah, uh, Peter could walk by the beggar at the gate beautiful and, and instead of uh, just kind of walking by him like most often would occur, uh, he'd say, gold or silver have I none, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been able to do it. He couldn't have done it, except Jesus breathed life into him. Now here's the problem. When we get born again, Jesus breathes life into us. The Spirit comes and takes up residence. But I think from that point forward, most Christians just sort of snuff out the Holy Spirit and do what they want to do or what they think they should do. And even when they do it with the right heart, they're trying to do it in their own strength and they become frustrated and they don't see the results because they had certain expectations. And the Holy Spirit's going, let me out, let me out. I've got, I've got power. <laughs> and um, um, I think the picture God has been giving me about our First Corinthians 12 through 14 study, and it's going to be a lot of them. I'm going to go slowly through it. Yeah. But um, I, think, I think Jesus is going to be, we know he's in the middle of the church in Revelation chapter mm-hmm. 1. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. that this Sunday, or this Friday night. Okay. At, uh, yeah, that's Revelation. Finish Revelation chapter mm-hmm. 1. And... Um, when we we he's walking around, I think what he's going to be doing, he's going to be breathing life into a lot of people. 
when the understanding hits and they're going to say, wait, I've been missing out. And Jesus is going to go, receive you the Holy Spirit of God. And and I think there's going to be new power. I think that's what the Lord has spoken in my heart. I think there's going to be new power. I'm not talking about a revival. I'm not talking about some crazy move of God. Mm-hmm. But but I'm I'm, I'm I'm seeing Jesus just leaning over and going, mm-hmm. and yeah. people being changed. Revival individually. Yeah, yeah. which is what revival which, really is. There you go, because we're the church, and we're all individuals make up that church. Well, I'm getting excited. That's right. I don't know what God's going to ask of me, but he's going to empower me. And enable me to do it. So I'm looking forward to it. So thank you so much. You know, I used to, you're talking, don't look at something as being, oh man, I can't do that. You know, or even at, at the beginning when I knew I had the gift of encouragement because I was always a cheerleader. I'm like, well, big deal. You know, I've always been a cheerleader. Yeah, but one, one is artificial, the other is authentic. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's a great way that's to describe way. the spirit. Yeah. Uh, in your own strength, it's just artificial. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Mm-hmm. You can do it when you know yeah. you're like the last, yeah. you know. And the world does that. You can be whatever you can dream. Yeah. And, and and we know that's artificial. Yeah, yeah. Speak it and you can be it. Yeah. No, that's But not the authentic is when Jesus takes your hand and says, yeah. we got work, let's go. Yeah. And it changes everything. And I'm excited about what God is going to do. Again, our church isn't going to explode in growth, nothing like that. We've got more people than we can handle now. But I think individual lives are going to change forever mm-hmm. during these three chapters mm-hmm. uh, of study. And it's going to happen uh, individually when, when God's speaking to different people about different things. And, and when the light goes on, I think people's lives are going to be changed yeah. forever. You know what this sounds like, Pastor Ron? resolve <laughs> and reboot <laughs> renew you know i used to think oh man i'm just a kite tail i'm just a kite tail you're the kite and god's the string holder but with my renewed mind the kite would just go around in circles if it didn't have that kite tail to kind of balance it out so we're all i'm i'm being used too i used to think for this radio i'm just a comic relief no, I'm not. I got great encouragement skills. The Lord is using me. I know it. Not to, not to boast, but not to just say, big deal. No, his gifts are great. I'm glad I have the gift of encouragement. I'm glad I do because there's a lot of hurting people. And I get to be used to say, I'm glad you're here. God has a plan for you. I don't know how much you messed up, but it don't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going to use you just like he's using me. And you heard Pastor Ron's testimony. If God can use him and he can use me, <laughs> he can sure use you. Isn't that fun? <laughs> that man told me, he said, you a pastor, you're lucky you got saved. God can <laughs> never use you. You just take your trip to heaven and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But but God says no. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a whole lot of Jesus breathing on people yeah. in our future. Well, Paula, we're now just a little over three minutes left mm-hmm. in the program. Um what do you want to share in the last couple of minutes? Well, I want to invite every lady to Sweet Summer Devotions. Now, we're going to have this one coming up this particular Monday, and then we'll be off for two weeks because I don't want to miss any of them, and this is so selfish of me, but because I'm going to be on vacation, we we turn off Sweet Summer Devotions for the two weeks, and um, but then we'll resume on July, whatever that day is, but Please come. And being here is much, much better because, seriously, Ron, the, the Q&A afterwards, I mean, people are asking deep and heavy questions, and we don't record those. The leadership ladies are here, so they're up there to even help answer the questions. Um, nobody goes through anything that somebody else hasn't already gone through. Again, our testimonies are very important. The leadership ladies... Um, share from their hearts because they've already been through a lot of stuff that some of the people are talking about. It's just so much better in person. Well, who's next on the Sweet Amber Summer Hargrove. A young girl, she um, is the mom at the House Manor House where our... You, you describe that. You describe that house. Well, Manor House is a, a, a home. Somebody gave us a home. And 
uh, we've made it a home for women who are facing uh, difficult circumstances. Some are running from abusive men. Uh, some uh, have been in trouble with the law uh, or other things, and they're, they're, they're trying to get back on that foundation of Jesus Christ. And, of course, it's all free, mm -hmm. um, and we require them to come to church and those kind of things. But the idea is we want to give them a solid foundation for a, a new start in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, Amber is our, our eyes and ears there. She lives with the ladies. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, she also teaches here at the academy. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to what Amber has to share. Yeah, me too. I, I sit in the front row with my pen and paper, you know. They don't rehearse in front of me what they're going to talk about. And I'm always thrilled. Um, and so, but yeah, I would invite every lady to come. And bring your husbands and your kids because Pastor Ken does the men's study and we have... Um, future pastors uh, Matthew and Chris who teach the youth so everybody can come please do don't miss another one and I'm excited 7 o'clock on Monday night yeah. well we're almost out of time Paula anything you want to say as we close you got maybe 15 seconds um no <laughs> you want me to say something well, that's that's, that's nice, huh? That's encouraging. I love you all. <laughs> God bless you, and thank you for your calls during the week. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Date Day edition of The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and I'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing, at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio.